Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Film Session Celtics, a team that went out there and looked almost perfect and beat the Bucks. We're going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, Jake team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep zone on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining James, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, making it part of your daily routine. Remember, Lockdown Celtics is free and it is available on every single podcasting platform, including YouTube. Watch the show on YouTube. Every episode is available on LockdownCeltics.com. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you do not want or need. You can even negotiate better deals for those that you want to keep. I'm John Corrales. I cover this Boston Celtics team for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a book that is very appropriate now that it is the 75th anniversary team. Uh, I just got a new shipment, so I can say buy it. The people who bought it and have been waiting for a book, it's coming out. I'm putting it in the mail on Tuesday, so you're going to get your books. I got... Uh, couple dozen extras here. If you want a nice Christmas gift, I can put it in the mail right away. A signed autograph book on lockdown, uh, not, no, on johncorrales.com. <laughs> it's late. Uh, johncorrales.com. Uh, get a signed book for 30 bucks. Makes a nice gift, stocking stuffer, whatever. All right, let's get to this basketball game where the Boston Celtics walked into the TD Garden after a long road trip. Now they're playing 15 of their next 20 at home, and they kick it off with a 117-103 win over the Milwaukee Bucks, which uh, I'm going to break down here a little bit. Uh, later on, I'll just get into a little bit more, more reaction of why I'm, I'm so happy that this happened the way it happened, because it's going to shut a lot of people up who have been annoying the hell out of me uh, with, with this shake it up talk in the second segment, I'll get into some of the individual performances, a little, little deeper into what each person did. Let's just get to the, the big story, the big overarching, what's the big headline from this win. And to me, it's the film session Celtics. And we are, we're always looking for that thing to label this team, right? They, a couple years ago when it was the Kyrie, the middle of that debacle, they go out West. We all talked about, Hey, you had that long plane ride. Things don't look great. You're on that plane ride and, and they go over there and it's all oh, the, the plane ride Celtics. The vibes are fixed. All of that stuff. We know it doesn't always last very long, but this one, it's the film session. That's the big headline. Started in the practice on Sunday where Ime comes out and says, yeah, we just had a, a really long film session and was beneficial and blah, blah, blah. And then... At shoot-arounds Monday morning, Marcus Smart's available to the media. We say, hey, we heard about this film session. He goes, yeah, it was a long one. It was, you know, pretty intense. Oh, okay. And then after the game, well, we've heard about this film session. It's, you know, this. you, you said it was long and all that. Well, tell us a little bit more. And then Ime says they showed 100-plus clips 
from the entire road trip, all five games, none of them really went 100% great. Even the win over Portland, there's still plenty there. Portland was very complicit in that loss. Uh, even the big performance against Utah, Ime says, quote, we showed them film of Westbrook getting down the lane and flexing and doing his antics there. We showed them LeBron with basically guys moving out of his way. I had a very animated film session of that trip showing all five games uh, and so on. Grant Williams says it was animated. He got on guys down the line. He didn't let anybody off the hook. We all respect and love that. We took, took it to heart and had a lot more fun. So the headline here for these Celtics is, the film session Celtics are the team that responds to Ime Odoka. This is Ime setting everybody straight and the guy's going, yes, we accept this criticism. We take this criticism to heart and we're going to go out there and we're going to apply it. And they applied it to the Milwaukee Bucks. Right away, you could tell this was not going to be a Chris Middleton kill you game. Chris Middleton did nothing. He left after 24 minutes with uh, a knee sprain, but he still played 24 minutes, so he played plenty. Two of eight, 0 of one from three, four points. Four points for Chris Middleton against the Celtics? I would look at that and be like, is this a, is this a first quarter box score that I'm looking at? Giannis has 20, seven of 14. Looks like a good box score for Giannis. Seven points at the half and 13 points in the second half. That's, you take that. When you're talking about Giannis and Tentacumpo, only 20 points, seven points at halftime. Very frustrated. Started taking some pull-up threes, took three three-pointers. That was that was big. Uh, eight rebounds, three assists, one steal, no blocks, four turnovers for Giannis. There's a massive, massive victory for the Celtics. Headlining this right away. They wanted the defense to be better. The defense was spectacular. Horford's defense on, on Giannis was brilliant. Al Horford can can do a really good job in individual settings against Giannis. He's not going to stop him all the time. No, he's not stopping Giannis all the time, but they did a good they mixed it up. Jalen Brown got switched onto him. Jalen Brown had this awesome steal. What what are the plays of the game? Jalen is getting backed down by Giannis and he knows what what's Giannis going to do. That spin move is coming. He times it perfectly. As soon as he feels Giannis start to spin to his right, boom, pokes it away. Then Giannis now is pissed about the turnover. Jalen's going down, and Giannis is, you got Giannis. It's, it's chase down Block City. This is where Jalen from a few years ago might have just been like, you know what? Full speed, try to stop me. What does he do in this one? He slows down, kind of initiates the contact right as he knows that Giannis is about to start to go up. So Giannis is, is going stride for stride, and starts to like, okay, I'm going to go. And he commits. And Jalen leans a little bit because he's got a, he's got a right to get to the basket. And he leans. Giannis commits. He draws the foul. He puts the shot up. He misses the shot. Uh, but it's two free throws. So you have now the ability to calm down. You draw a foul on Giannis, which, okay, it didn't matter. He only had two. But you still, you draw the foul. You get one step closer to the bonus. Fouls are important. You get to the line, you get to calmly make those two points. So it's basically still a fast break point. It's just you're getting it at the free throw line. So smart, smart, smart play from Jalen. The way the Celtics handled Giannis in this game was beautiful. The way they handled Middleton, credit to Marcus Smart there. Awesome. 
And then offensively, they they were very aggressive. Jason Tatum, super aggressive. I mean, everything in his bag getting to the rim. Euro steps, spin moves, uh, crossovers, just hesitation moves. That that film session was like the vibe creator. That film session was just positive vibes everywhere. Everything's fixed, not really fixed, but fixed for a game. And then this is this is the real key here, right? Everything looked so good, like so good, minus a first quarter lineup, which was uh, Grant was in, in, on the floor, Romeo, then Cantor, Schroeder, and Marcus Smart. Like, obviously that was a disaster, and and Ime, I don't know why, why he had that lineup out there. Giannis didn't play at all after that. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Cantor, uh, NSK Freedom didn't play after that. Uh, but that was the only kind of glitch that end of the first quarter, Grant Williams hit three, three pointers in the second quarter. And that kind of set things up. The Celtics, instead of folding, instead of what we saw on the road trip where, okay, you had an end of quarter lull. What we saw was second quarter chip away, start to get some contributions from role players, and then take a lead at the end of the second quarter rather than have things kind of flip and and go completely south. The Celtics took a lead. And then in the third and fourth quarter, they pushed that lead. So all around, just top to bottom, really, really good, minus that one little period, that one little low. Perfect. I mean, you're not going to get much better out of an NBA game, especially against the Milwaukee Bucks, who were second in the league, or second in the East, and obviously a very, very good team. Offensively, defensively, fantastic job. Let's get into some of the individuals, a little bit more uh, into the individuals when I come back. First, let me tell you about Truebill. Truebill is the app that's going to save you from those greedy corporations scamming you out of your money with these uh, free trials that kind of are hard to remember and they renew without you knowing. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for those subscriptions ones you don't want, need, or forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. Companies just make it hard to cancel. Truebill simplifies it all. You link your accounts, Truebill cancels them with one tap, or you get the Truebill concierge, which uh, is there to cancel these unwanted subscriptions so you do not have to. I was convinced of Truebill's necessity when I had a big subscription. I got a free trial for an expensive thing and forgot about it and had to go through all of this trouble to renew, uh, to, to cancel that instead of it just renewing. Truebill has saved over 2 million users, uh, about 100, 100 million bucks. Not bad. So don't fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's show also brought to you by Stance. If you don't know Stance socks and other active apparel, uh, you're missing out. These socks, if you're looking for a great gift for the Celtics fan in your life, something unique, this is a this is a nice idea because Stance socks are, first of all, catchy. Someone's with a little bit of personality, a little bit of swag. You get them some of these Stance socks. You get the Celtics. You've also got various, uh, like Wu Tang Clan and the Goonies and Star Wars, hey, Harry Potter. Things that can, you know, cover the gamut of people who you might be shopping for. 
Plus, obviously, NBA, MLB, Pixar. Hey, there's there are plenty of these. So, Stance uh, was founded in, in 2009. It's uh, a radical reinvention of socks and underwear, active apparel, sharp focus on comfort, quality, creativity. It brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Trust me, socks can make an outfit. You don't realize it until you put it on and you say, these socks don't work. And these, these socks from Stance can tie everything together. But it's not just socks, it's shirts, it's joggers, it's hoodies. So check it out. Go to Stance dot com and use the promo code locked on you're gonna get 15 percent off your first order cruise around check it out you're gonna find something that's awesome you're gonna probably want to get something for yourself stance.com 15 percent off your first order with the promo code locked on have you subscribed to the locked on celtics podcast yet you can wherever podcasts exist and you can follow us on spotify Hey, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On NBA your second listen? Locked On NBA is a show I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. It's their Monday through Friday, a rotating set of hosts. New little gimmicks on each in each show to, to look at the league, covering all the games of the night. So check them out, Locked On NBA, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube. Let's get into some of these individuals. Jason Tatum, 42 points and 16 in the fourth quarter to slam the door on this game. Jason Tatum closing this out. 16 of 25, 7 of 13 from 3, weirdly 3 of 5 from the line, which is bizarre. Four assists, but don't get fooled by that four assist number. He had a lot of passes. The Celtics had 31 assists on 43 baskets. Anytime you get over 30 assists, that's that's a big night. Uh, Four for Tatum, four for Horford. Five for Jalen, 11 for Marcus Smart. But there were plenty of these shots that, that didn't fall. Even though the Celtics shot 50% and f- almost 42.5% from three, perfectly great numbers, exactly great number. Like, t- I'll take that every single day. Celtics would be a very good team. But they were even better. They were even better. They, were, they had good looks that didn't fall. They could have shot even better. Whenever these, you know, tomorrow or later today when you listen to it, uh, when we look at the potential assists, I guarantee you, Tatum, the four assists, he probably had another five or six potential assists. Easy, maybe more. Same thing with Jalen, but Tatum had a fantastic game. And when I say the um, the the attacking was was right on point, I mean, you look at his shot chart, I mean, yeah, 13 three-point attempts seems like, well, you know, he took more threes than he did twos. Uh, that was in the fourth quarter when he had it rolling. This is exactly what you want from Tatum. Attack, attack, attack. Get yourself comfortable. Then in in the fourth quarter, when they are really focused on stopping you and, and putting up a wall, you get those sidestep threes. That's when that's when the three-pointers really start to fall. So that was a fantastic Tatum game overall. And defensively, too. He he had this is his best game of the season. Easily his best game of the season. Jalen Brown, give him some credit for this. He came back. Now, he did knock knees with Bobby Portis, I believe it was. I thought it might have been something to do with the uh, patellar tendonitis that he had been dealing with, but it seemed like it was just a, a knee knock type of thing. So hopefully he's fine, and it doesn't take away from 
him uh, in his return. Now that happened early in the game and he finished the game off. So it, it didn't hurt him as far as playing time. He played 30, almost exactly 30, 30 minutes, 29, 58 shot. Well, six of 13, three of seven from three, four, four from the line, 19 points, five assists, four rebounds, two steals. The one that I told you about a block, a few turnovers, but not a big deal there. Think that, uh, the one, the one impact that I saw a lot was just how much space he created for Jason Tatum. Just the gravity of having another all-star out there that you have to you have to um, account for. That was huge. And he was big right away. I mean, he hit his first three-pointer. He in the first quarter, he he took a floater that Robert Williams jumped for and thought it was gonna be an alley-oop. Turns out it was a floater. He kind of had to pull back. Should have been the pass, should have been the alley-oop. And then I think Jalen understood that and he went back and he he found Robert Williams the next time, uh, drew a foul. Uh, I forget who it was on, but the the initial like four or five possessions were all very Jalen centric, and he he did a very good job on all of those. So you can see how the impact of him being on the floor and then the ball movement, obviously, like I mentioned with the assists, the ball movement really created some some space for everybody. So uh, that that really pulled. You're pulling like the threads out of the Milwaukee defense just by moving the ball, moving the ball, you know, drive and kick just constantly. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, also, I got a shout out Al Horford, 10 points and the Celtics win by 14 and he's a plus 25. How does that happen? Well, it's the defense that he plays on Giannis. Just, I call it a master a masterclass on Boston sports journal. He's, he was physical, but kept his hands back you know, really was right there, um, moved well with Giannis, did just a fantastic job. And then the Celtics threw different looks at Giannis all the time. So it wasn't just Al. Like, I don't want to say Al shut down Giannis. He didn't shut down Giannis. He, he, was, he was very good. He was extraordinarily good on Giannis, but the Celtics did a fantastic job on uh, just throwing different looks at him. Marcus Smart, he denied Middleton so well, so, so well. The 11 assists, no turnovers. This is Marcus Smart, the point guard. 11 assists, no turnovers. Okay, yes, it, somebody's going to nitpick his shooting. Absolutely, I know somebody's going to nitpick his shooting. He, he took a couple of shots there that were not great, right? He took a couple of shots that you're like, a little too early, a little too far, uh, still above the break, so not really... Uh, in this in this game, seeing that that change in the shot profile necessarily, but he was obviously great at organizing. Uh, did a, did a fantastic job distributing the ball with the eleven assists. No turnovers is huge, but the defensive it's the defensive stuff with Middleton, which was just I mean the pure Marcus Smart it was pure Marcus Smart defensively and it was great. Grant Williams. You know what? Let's talk about Grant after the break. I'll talk about Grant and then the 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 shakeup stuff that I'm I'm just happy that could hopefully go away. That's next. First, I'm going to tell you about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen 
to the latest episodes of Locked On Celtics and keep up with the Celtics, your favorite players, and other teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights. And with the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out you get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverages are not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Today's show also brought to you by Crack Sauce, C-R-A-I-C, Crack Sauce. It is a fabulous, wonderful hot sauce made here in Massachusetts by a Celtic season t- ticket holder, local employees, local farms. This is this is the chance to get a very cool gift for the hot sauce lover in your life. Support a Celtic season ticket holder who supports the local community by hiring and sourcing local people, local ingredients from uh, growing their own peppers to fermentation, slow cooking. Crack Sauce prides themselves on taking the harder yet more fulfilling and flavorful route to creating artisanal craft hot sauces that will enhance your everyday eating experiences. Let me tell you, this is not just that bottle of hot sauce that you it tests how hot you can take your food. It's not meant to torture you. It's meant to add some heat and flavor to your food. I like, uh, I like them all. The golden pumpkin is something I like to put in my eggs. I have, uh, I like avocado toast in the morning. I make it all the time. And you throw some of this golden pumpkin in with the eggs, gives a nice taste, especially around this time of year, with a little bit of heat. And it's not just gonna be like, oh, I'm crying and sweating. So check them out at cracksauce.com. C-R-A-I-C sauce.com. Get some for yourself. Get some for your friends, get some for your family. They're great, great gifts, and you'll get 10% off Crack Sauce products with the code LOCKED ON. LOCKED ON is the code. Get 10% off at cracksauce.com. C R A I C. Local artisanal hot sauces. They're great. I love them. Check them out. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Picking up uh, on the continued individual performances, uh, I thought the only player who had like a really like a bad night, well, Ennis had a, a bad night. He only played like two and a half minutes, um, three minutes, and then it was like very evident that, oh, this can't this can't continue. So he didn't play anymore. Uh, Romeo did a good job. Uh, you know, we saw Sam Hauser get his first NBA points. He hit a three pointer. Um, but Grant Williams, I think, was uh, just huge, huge, huge in this game. He hit his first three pointer in the second quarter and cut a lead down to I think it was fourteen. And then by the time he hit his third three pointer in the second quarter, he was three of three. The third one was the one that gave the Celtics a 51 to 50 lead at the half. And I like the bookend of Grant's three pointers because that shows you how the Celtics kind of progressed down that path of we're going to take this, this lead that we gave up 
And we're going to slowly just do what we do, just play that defense. Grant played some really good defense, got in there. He, he got mixed it up with Bobby Portis. He tried to take a charge on, on Giannis, which was a weird play because Giannis came barreling down the, the, the middle of the lane and Grant sat there and he took the hit. Now, that was a, it was a no call, which was interesting to me because that play, like both guys crumbled to the ground. That's got to be something. <laughs> that had to be something, um, whether it was a charge or a block, whatever. But he was in there giving up his body and still five of seven from three overall. He only took three pointers. Grant Williams took seven three pointers and hit five. He's out there just shooting the lights out. I thought, I thought Grant, I mean, and, and Mike Budenholzer said it after the game, Grant, Grant's threes, the, the Celtics forced turnovers in the second quarter, and Grant Williams was hitting threes in the second quarter. That was, that was what turned this game around early on. Uh, I, Grant, you know, Jason Tatum was joking. Like, I asked Tatum, I started to phrase a question like, hey, you know, Grant's shooting the lights out right now. Something, something, I forget what I asked exactly. And Tatum, I could see Tatum start to laugh. I was like, okay, where is this? In my head, as I'm wrapping up my question, I'm like, where is this going? Because I can see the look on his face already. And he said, he pauses for like a couple of seconds. He says, Grant shooting the lights out. Don't let him hear that. So he gave his answer and I said, well, Grant seems to like to talk a lot. Does he kind of bring up that he's shooting well? And Tatum's like square in my eyes. He's like, every day. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. So Grant's, Grant's a talker. Grant will talk. He, he's, he's more confident. He told me his confidence is sky high in everything. At this point, everything it's carrying over. And on the court, off the court, in life, his confidence is just through the roof. And, yeah, he's going to have a couple of bad games. Like the Clippers game was a really bad game. I think it was a bad game for just about everybody. And there are going to be some matchups where he's not really playable. That's because he's not he, – he still has limitations. So – you're not going to have him like you're not going to have him you know, posting or, or or guarding Joel Embiid in the play. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be some games where it's like, eh, not sure, not sure where you fit in here, which is fine. But in this game, he was he was great all the way around. The shooting has been a revelation. He's in the top five in the NBA in three point shooting, which I think just folding this into my next point, my final point of the podcast, where. I'm so sick of people saying, you got to shake things up. Just you get, you got to do something. Got to do something like, well, hold on. Grant grants an example and Romeo to, to a degree as well, where you got to have the proper context. What is happening? And if, if you're watching and this is, I guess this is why you listen to podcasts because you're listening to this podcast. You're looking for that proper context. Not everybody's doing that. And it doesn't have to, I'm not saying that about my podcast necessarily. It could be any podcast. A lot of there are a lot of us out there trying to you know give you a little something extra to to kind of sh- this is what's going on this is our context of the game and and of the team without that context you just look at numbers and you say well Grant Williams over two years has been bah just move him just get rid of him just dump him no context you don't see that why he came in he came in was a small ball five and then. The short turnaround, he he, you know, to be a small ball five, he's got to be heavier, and to be this, what you know, to play out in the wing like this, he had to be lighter. But 
He didn't have time to get lighter, and so he struggled last year. He was slower, and he just didn't didn't work. But they needed him to kind of pivot because they signed Tristan Thompson. All of those little things are are part of the context as to why. Now it's still on him to perform and all of that stuff, and he certainly made mistakes and probably didn't handle certain things the right way. That is true, but context matters. Situation matters. So. The people who are out there looking at this road trip and saying, oh my God, they got to do something. Oh, this trade Jalen Brown out there. Are suggestions for Jalen Brown to, to Memphis for what for Dylan Brooks and role players. People are suggesting like people are floating this stuff out there. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Like just because you're sick of things doesn't mean that this is how it's supposed to go. You got to be patient. And you've got to get proper context of what's happening. The proper context of this season is Jason Tatum is being challenged. Jalen Brown is being challenged. Jalen Brown has been hurt. You've got a new coach. You've got a new system. And you've got young players. And and trying to put either figure out how Schroeder fits and how Richardson fits and how the young players fit. And there are a lot of things that maybe could be done differently and are being done for certain reasons, some reasons we don't understand, but it's not all coming together right now. Do the Celtics want it to be better? Of course, everybody wants things to be better, but the Celtics are still trying to figure things out. So Tatum and Brown, people are saying they didn't work well together. They work pretty damn well in this game. They work pretty damn well together in some of these other games. And this is their first opportunity to really be the one-two you know what I mean? Like Kemba, Kemba's gone. They didn't, they started last season with Kemba and Kemba was trying to figure out where in that one, two, three that he fit. And that made things difficult. Now here we are. It's a new, new kind of thing. They need to figure this out. The Celtics need to figure this out. And this, all of this talk about got to shake things up to me is so damn annoying, annoying because it strips all context out of this season. This is not that you're not shaking things up in December in the first year, you know, people calling for Ime Adoka to be fired, you know, two months into like a, a quarter of, of the way into the season, a third of the way into the season. Like, God, please, please like just give it a second. People holding coaches and players to standards that they would never hold themselves to in that same situation or in any similar situation. No one starting a new job and struggling with the new job would want to be fired two months or three months into the new job. You know, you want to go through your training and get used to certain things and figure things out. Give me a chance. Let me, let me learn. Let me figure this out. Grant Williams is showing that if you have the proper context and you give somebody just a chance, things, things can work out here. Works for him. And he's, as long as he keeps, you know, he's uh, shooting five of seven, shooting 71.5% from three is not sustainable. Breaking news, not sustainable. But the the shooting prowess that, you know, he's earning a spot here. He's earning himself, not just playing time. I will argue that he should probably start whenever someone else misses time, if Tatum or Brown or whomever or Smart goes down. Well, Smart's a little different story because he's the point guard. And Schroeder would start in that situation. But if, if let's say that the injury to Jalen Brown, but that, that knee knock thing cost them the game on Friday 
against Golden State, I would start Grant instead of Schroeder. I keep Schroeder on the bench. I would rather have that extra shooting out there on the perimeter that somebody has to pay attention to. That opens things up for Smart to throw the lobs to Rob. That opens things up for Tatum and Brad. I mean that, or Tatum, I would say, um, opens up driving lanes. Just he's he's become that guy. I think now on the on the scouting report, it's don't help off of Grant Williams. If you help off of Grant Williams, he's he's hey secrets out now. You're going to have to run him off the line and see if he can make a decision. If I'm the opposing coach and I'm looking at the Celtics, I see Grant Williams. I'm like, you know what? Don't help off of him. You got to run him off the line. Have him put the the ball on the floor and see if you can poke it away. See if you can have him, you know, get too com- too confident and maybe throw a turnover, you know, or maybe he's going to miss a floater or something like that. Force him to do something else because if he's just standing there with nobody in his face and he's throwing up, you know, uncontested three-pointers, now the scouting report is Grant Williams will kill you on open three-pointers. I'm glad that the or hopefully the shake it up, we need to shake this up because it's not working talk. I hope that goes away. The Celtics have a lot of decisions to make. I'm not saying that this is the team. I'm not saying that they don't need to make trades. They do. I'm not saying this is the finished product. But making a move for the sake of making a move, just because you're like, eh, they need to do something, that's not the way to go. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works in the NBA. You don't just do it to do it. So, all right. So let's have a few days off. Three days off and then another home game. They are. This is going to feel like a luxurious vacation. Guys get to get off their feet a little bit on Tuesday. Nice film session, a second film session. Uh, a lot less on the film session to uh, worry about in this one. We'll see how long this film session stuff lasts. I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun one game story. If they go out there and shit themselves against the Golden State Warriors, then out goes the film session Celtics. That storyline went away real quick. Uh, but I think, look, I'll wrap it up with this. The Celtics, you know how it goes. I think I said it on the uh podcast with Tom Westerholm. As soon as you feel like you get a beat on these guys, they do the opposite. So they they had a very complete best best game overall game played of the season here win against Milwaukee. They face Golden State next. Maybe there'll be a letdown. You know, Steph's going to go and break the record and whatever and maybe there'll be a letdown and maybe the Celtics will still be feeling good and they'll they'll beat the the Warriors or they'll beat the Warriors and the Knicks or something. And then then you know, the Cavaliers game will come along and they'll get wrecked and it's like, "Ugh." As soon as you start buying in, they're going to get wrecked. The whole thing with these Celtics right now is the film session Celtics, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep talking about these film sessions and stay humble. You did a great job here. Don't be buying into your hype anymore. Stay humble. Stay aggressive. Attack the way you attacked. Play defense the way you played this defense. That team is a good team. It still has its flaws for sure, but that team is good. The team that we saw against Milwaukee, it's a good team, okay? The team that we saw against the Clippers is a bad team. That was a bad team. And we'll see probably versions of both the rest of the way. Hopefully, the Celtics can learn a very hard lesson here. One of these days, they'll learn it. You play you play the way you did on the road trip, you're going to lose badly. You play the way you did against Milwaukee, you got a chance to beat just about anybody in the league. The talent is there, the effort and the execution for 48 minutes has to be there too. 
All right, I'm going to stop talking. Back on Tuesday, uh, actually, this is the Tuesday podcast. I'm back on Wednesday for the next Lockdown Celtics podcast. All week long, Monday through Friday, daily podcast, fresh for you every single weekday. So subscribe if you're not subscribed. If you're new, welcome aboard. Hi, how you doing? Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you've gotten to this point, I have to assume that you are enjoying the show. So subscribe, watch the show on YouTube, like the show on YouTube. Very happy to meet people who are watching the show on YouTube. Thank you very, very much. Anytime anybody's in the garden or if I'm on the road, you see me, stop by, say hi. I'd love to say hi to you. Uh, and hopefully I get a couple minutes to, to chat. Uh, and of course, if you are a regular subscriber, you know I need you to Share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody to listen to and watch the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.